Welcome to the Faithless Sisters. This is our last week of the season recording. Um, we, I know, we have kind of camped out on different women in the Bible this series and started with Ruth. And then we moved um, to all kinds of variety of women is kind of where we are now. And... This week, we are going to talk about women who supported Jesus in the ministry. Is that a good way to sum up Mm -hmm. these women? Yeah, Yeah, I think think so. So today we're going to talk about Mary Magdalene. And Mary Magdalene is a woman of great mystery, is what we have finally concluded, Mm -hmm. I think. (laughs) Uh Yeah. Um, There's not a lot said about her in the Bible, um, other than the fact that she traveled with Jesus and supported him. Um, that's not true. There's a lot said about her. There's not a lot said about her, her history. Um, we know that she traveled with Jesus, that, um, it says that Jesus cast seven demons from her, um, and that she was the one that he appeared to, uh, after his crucifixion. She was the one who had the privilege of being the first to see him, um, which really is said, I mean, you could just stop there and it's like, okay, mm-hmm. enough. Because that's... She must have been very special. <laughs> very special. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't know a lot about her past. We don't know a lot about her history. She um, has kind of gotten a bum rap about some things um, by some institutional um, teaching. Um, but... We don't know that any of it's true. Right. So. And I guess it really, I mean, we want to know these things, but it's not really important to the story. I think if it was, you know, something we really needed to know to complete and make the story whole, we would have been told yeah. specifically. But I mean, it is pretty interesting to look into uh, things about her. So... Yeah, but there's not a lot written about, there is not a lot written in the scriptures about her past and her history. We just um, find her at the beginning of Luke, and she's actually in all four Gospels, Um, but we're going to stick, today we're going to stick with uh, Ruth, not Ruth, (laughs) where that came from, with Luke and John. Those are the kind of that's where we're going to camp out in those two passages. So, um, Terry, do you want to start with Luke so that we have a little bit of context? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, talking about some of the people that were traveling with Jesus, some of the women. So Luke, um, verse two three, and three, and then I'll jump to Luke. Oh, I guess that's it. Anyways. Oh, just two and three. Uh, Luke 8, 2. 
and also some women who had been cured of evil spirits and diseases, Mary, called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had come out. Joanna, the wife of Husa, the manager of Herod's household, Susanna, and many others, these women were helping to support them out of their own means. Yeah, so we just get a little bit of context here about um, kind of who was with Jesus, kind of how he, he didn't, I mean, he wasn't like a professional evangelist, right? Like he wasn't going to tent revivals and getting a stipend and a love offering and whatever, like this man was, <laughs> he was being supported by these women um, mm-hmm. and men as well. But these women who uh, were from a very varied histories um, and social statuses were, they were very different, but Jesus just gathered them all up and loved on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you have to think about the fact that it says that they'd all been either delivered or healed for, with something. Mm-hmm. So think of the gratitude that they felt. In those days, healing wasn't, I mean, there wasn't a lot that doctors could offer. So healing was a huge thing if you had some type of disease. Um, there were not a lot of cures out there for anything. They didn't have a lot of medicines. Um, no chemotherapy for cancer. They, you know, they were very limited. And so... I think like with us, when Jesus comes into our hearts and he gives us new life, these women really understood that because they got Mm -hmm. new life um, from Jesus. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know we're talking about Mary, but um, Joanna, the wife of Cusa, the manager of Herod's household, this talks about how varied or how how many people Jesus touched. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm sure, you know, like you were saying, I'm sure the the men were contributing and and doing things. But the fact that the Bible takes the position and mentions these ladies by name and says that they were um, helping supporting them out of their own means mm-hmm. possibly indicates that they had some wealth. But it also might possibly indicate they didn't have a lot of wealth and they just gave whatever they had, and it was really important. So well, and I think. Um, in that Jesus is also given giving women a voice, mm-hmm. which in this society, they really didn't have a voice. They really were discounted. The things that they had to say were discounted if they were heard. Mm-hmm. You know, women were just supposed to be just quiet. And I think in, um, in mentioning these and in having these women traveling with the, you know, the disciples and Jesus, gives them a little, um, gives them a voice, gives them a little higher standing to show that it's not just for men. Like once again, it's for everybody. It's even for women. (laughs) (laughs) Well, didn't we learn earlier in one of our other lessons that, you know, women didn't even speak to the rabbi. Mm -mm, I mean, that really was kind of a no, no. Um, so they, they literally had no voice. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and and we were talking about this before the podcast that, um, before we started actually recording, throughout history, they haven't known what to do with Mary Magdalene. She was a very strong supporter of Jesus in so many ways. And at times they've identified her as a prostitute, Mary Magdalene the prostitute, which is not true and not supported in the Bible. Um, And 
or that she was the wife of Jesus. And it's like, that's not true. That's not supported in the Bible. And one of the reasons we kind of look at it that way, and Terry, you brought up a good point. You were saying, well, if she was a prostitute, God wasn't shy about saying that. He said that about Rahab. Mm-hmm. But he, he didn't say that about Mary Magdalene. And um, so here we have this woman who has this mention in the Bible, who has this mention in the scriptures. She was important when, when Luke was writing this. She was important enough to mention. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure she had a profound effect on this. Um, yeah, so that people have had through history trouble dealing with what happened with the women. Like, why did, you know, why did they have this much status or what was going on? And I think she was just a supporter of Jesus. She loved Jesus. She knew what Jesus had done. Mm-hmm. And she was, she was <laughs> I was going to say, she was in the boat. No, she wasn't in scripture, but it's like she was in the boat for the ride, you know? Um, She was just as willing to give her life to be with him as the other male disciples were. I mean, she was was in hook, line, and sinker. How's that for? That's a great, look at us go. (laughs) (laughs) To the point when the crucifixion happened, she was there. The other disciples weren't there. Yeah. 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 So, although you did make a good point that the women probably were less afraid of being arrested. We talked a little bit about that earlier, too, mm-hmm. before we started taping. Um, but I don't think that that really was the motivation. I think the motivation was they loved Jesus, and they just wanted to be with Him, mm-hmm. no matter what was going on. And they wanted to be there for Him, to show their support. Mm-hmm. Right. So if we move into, if we leave Luke and move into John um, and look at John, we see um, Jesus has been crucified. Mary was there and um, there was this group of women who watched from afar. They were um, not right in the middle of the things because that's not where they would have been as women, but they were watching. They, they saw him hang there. They saw him die. They saw the curtain tear. They, they felt the quaking. They were there. And, um, so then he's buried. They know where he's buried. And then we come to the third day, right? It's before light. Um, Mary and the other Mary, are right, Mary and the other Mary are going to um, prepare Mary the, Jesus. Mary the uh-huh. mom, or another Mary, or the no, other Mary, not his the other mother. Mary. Right? Okay, got right. it. Right, and this is part of the confusion. Listen, this is part of the confusion as to why people don't know what to do with Mary is because everybody's Mary. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Mary is the equivalent of like John Smith in the United States, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. So. It's Mary Magdalene and the other Mary. Uh-huh. And, they're and going Mary, the, the mother of Jesus. And Mary, the mother of Jesus. <laughs> Mary, the mother of little John. I yeah. mean, there's just so That's many. Just, yeah. yeah. So, but this Mary is going to prepare the body of Jesus um, because since he was tried and crucified as a criminal, he didn't get to be, his body was not able to be properly prepared Prepared. so and then it was passover 
not Passover. No, it was the Sabbath. Sabbath. Thank you. And then it was Sabbath. So they couldn't do anything the next day. So this is the first morning after like the first morning that they can actually get to his body. They're getting ready to go and prepare the body. Mm-hmm. And they get there and um, the body's not there anymore. There's the no more body. Stone's been rolled away. Stone's the gone. Stone. Yeah. Yeah. And so Mary runs to um, some of the disciples and is like, listen, he's not there anymore. The body's gone. What are we going to do? Where did he go? Somebody took him. And so that's where we jump into John, where we will pick up a little bit more about um, Mary Magdalene's interactions here. I'm Terry, do you want to read John 20 verses 10 through 18? Mm Mm-hmm. Then the disciples went back to their homes, but Mary stood outside the tomb crying. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb and saw two angels in white seated where Jesus's body had been, one at the head and one the other at the foot. They asked her, woman, why are you crying? They've taken my Lord away, she said, and I don't know where they've put him. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not realize that it was Jesus. Woman, he said, why are you crying? Who is it you're looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she said, sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him and I will get him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned toward him and cried out in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said, do not hold on to me for I have not yet returned to the father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them, I am returning to my father and your father to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news, I have seen the Lord, and she told them the things that he had and she told them that he had said these things to her. Yeah, so we have this great woman of mystery, right? Who we know is a follower of Jesus and a supporter of Jesus, and she is with him literally till the very end. And then she's with him again at the very beginning. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, I've I've always thought about that. She thought he was the gardener. Well, it wasn't mm-hmm. light yet, so it was dark. Not a lot of light noise in those oh, days, right? Yeah, I didn't think about that. She's in a dark garden, and that's um, right. Okay, that well, sheds a lot of light on it. Ha ha! <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good, dear. <laughs> but she's well, certainly not he... expecting to see him either. I mean, she's not right. thinking that's going to be Jesus there. She's thinking it's somebody else. Right. Right. Because right. um, she's thinking Jesus is super dead. Yeah. And that they've taken him. And that he, yeah. somebody's taken him away. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do love it though. The we, angels would have shaken me up a little bit. Maybe a little. Yeah. Maybe like a little I bit, yeah. think I would have been like, huh, maybe there's something a little more going on here. Well, I love it that it's his voice that, she mm-hmm. recognizes mm-hmm. because it reminds me of that scripture that said, my sheep know my voice. Yep. Mary mm-hmm. knew his voice. Um, so that was, you know, that always kind of struck me as pretty special um, that he spoke mm-hmm. to her and she knew it was him then. That's when she recognized him. Don't you think it was just full of tenderness and love uh, yeah. and, yeah, um, you know, if somebody that you love so much is so upset and you just sometimes you just have to speak their name and it just yeah like listen we're in this together we've got this it's mm. it's gonna be okay I mean I can just 
see it. And like his face, you know, his face has to be tender toward her. And yeah, I think tender is exactly the word that I use. I have it written in my Bible after that verse. It's just, it's tender. It's tender. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Loving. Very precious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she gets the privilege not only of seeing him, you know, right away, but then she also gets the privilege of going to tell everybody, like, hey, guess what happened? He's back. Yeah, it's not as it. dire as yeah, we I, thought it was going to be. In fact, it's, it's like it's what she told them. The Bible says it seemed like nonsense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they... <laughs> That's I thought a, they kind of pictured her as like a hysterical, over-emotional, mm-hmm. a wreck woman. of a woman. Yeah. You know, that I pictured them saying, oh, she has dropped her basket. <laughs> she has lost it. <laughs> if you guys have seen the Yaya sister movie or read the book. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So she dropped her basket. She's out <laughs> of her mind. But think about the redemption that she gets when Jesus shows up and he's like, hey, guys. Yeah, I'm here. You know, exactly. Do you think she sat in the background? Was like, I told you so. I told you so. (laughs) Yeah. Another perspective on it is so. Think of all the things that had happened when Jesus died. The tombs were broken open. People were walking the earth who had been dead. Just that one part alone would mess with me. But then Jesus, all of a sudden, you think he's dead, and then all of a sudden he's here. And then think about how scared the uh, uh, disciples were. With all this happening, and then all of a sudden, it's like they have locked doors. Whoa, here's Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then it was like, whoa, here's Jesus again. It's like, stop it. <laughs> like, stop. Like, I don't, or like, don't stop, but just like walk through a door or something like that. You know, like, I don't know. I just was thinking there were amazing things happening all around them at this time. Mm-hmm. And so I can also kind of identify with the shock of the disciples. Um, and, and knowing how much Mary loved him, of course, she would want this to happen. Yeah. Of course she would say something like this. Of course they wouldn't believe it. Uh-huh. Right? And yeah. yet Jesus gave her that privilege. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's very cool. It's Which the is same like thing. the understatement of the day. But right. Well, yeah. But at the same time, he gives us that privilege too. We get to pronounce that the tomb is empty. He is here. That's right. You know, and, and it's nothing about... Um, our standing in life is just when you speak the truth, the truth is what actually helps people believe, right? They didn't believe her Mm-mm. when she, when she told them, right? Right. But she still proclaimed the truth. And so I think that can happen with a lot of us too. Like we can tell people, no, Jesus is Lord. Yeah, that's really true, you know? But um, all of a sudden I was going like, yeah. Yeah, like that's my Kathy Mad- Kathleen Madigan thing going on. Like, no, no, that's really true or something like that. I'm like, I don't know that I wanted to do that. But anyway, um, it's like um, that Jesus is Lord. We get to proclaim that. Even if people don't believe us, it's the truth. And his story did not end on the cross. And that's what we need to keep remembering for us. We can take our stuff. We can go back to the cross. But um, we need to tell the rest of the story. Always live in that rest of the story that Jesus is alive, mm-hmm. that he resurrected from the dead. The stone was rolled away, like Suzanne was saying. Like, like would that have been an issue? <laughs> you know? 
Well, they were worried about it when they were walking there, right? When yeah. they were taking the stuff for his burial um, preparations and whatever. <clears throat> they were worried, like, who's going to roll away the stone? Yeah. And we're going to yeah. get to do that. And already done. Think yeah. about that. With all the problems we have, and we're thinking we're moving into stuff, and then we have this thing going, oh, there's this big stone there. Like, how are we going to handle that? Wow, mm-hmm. Jesus is taking care of that and more. And more. And more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Well, I'm going to close this out for today. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I just feel like there's no way to top the fact that Jesus just takes care of it all. Yeah. No matter who we are, um, no matter what our history is, the mystery of the history is just fine with him. He just loves us and takes us in anyway. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to close this out today. Jesus, thank you for the way that you love us. Thank you for... Um, accepting us, faults and all, um, for healing and curing um, and for accepting us, um, even though sometimes we're seen as less than, we make mistakes, we do the things that um, are questionable by society or um, are outside of your law, Lord. These women... Um, have all had a history, Lord, and you just invited them to walk alongside you. You gave them a voice and you gave them um, a place, Lord. And I mean, Mary Magdalene, my goodness, what an honor. Um, God, I just pray that we would be able to think on that. We would be able to, um, like Rosemary said, just remember that um, it's all with you, that you're the one who you, you rolled the stone away you stepped out, you appeared, it was all you, Lord, and that we have the privilege of declaring that even today. It didn't stop with Mary. Um, and that we would just take that to heart, that we would love on people so that they would see you in us, Lord. Um, and I ask these things in your precious name. Amen. 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 Yeah. <laughs>